You can't have a war without war. We meet the first of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. And yeah, Armageddon is a diverse situation because it's a woman. The them, well, they start a Spanish Inquisition and meet Anathema Device. And Azuraphiel, well, he reads a great book here on the Good Omens After Show at AfterBuzz TV. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Good Omens After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. Woo! I'm Nikki Bailey, and I am joined by my fabulous co-host, Cherry Davis. Hey, Cherry. Hi, girl. Hi, What's you? up? Are you excited? I am full of the devil. Or should I say devils in my pants? Oh, not good oh, omens. Devils in your pants, girl. That's because the devil is David Tennant, and she's obsessed with him. Love him. Love him. Oh, gosh, guys. We are on episode two of season one of Good Omens. It is entitled The Book. And let's find out why, because, hey, we actually get to finally see the book of prophecies that talks about Armageddon. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the fact that the angel and the demon had the wrong boy. We're going to talk about corporate training and how it can go terribly wrong. And our new special segment, Angels, Demons, and Definitions. So, Cherry, let's get started. What was your overall opinion of this episode? It is a great setup from the beginning. It had some rock and roll in it. Mm -hmm. It had some... Ooh, what are they up to now? And of course, it had David Tennant. Woo woo! So I'm I'm always good with my Dave. With David, yes. Oh my I gosh, am. I have to say, this episode was so good. I love how close to the book they're staying. It's almost it's almost word for word the book, which I'm thoroughly enjoying. I liked David Tennant before we started the series. But I, like Cherry, am slowly falling deeply, madly in love with him. He's one sexy demon. He is doing something. I'm just saying. He's giving me all the feels. All of the feels, right? So, let's (laughs) dive into this episode. We start off right away. Gabriel decides to show up and give a little report to Azir... I know that his name is Azir Raphael. Aziraphale. It's hard. Aziraphale. But we're calling him Azzy because I can't say all that. It's too much. It's a tongue, t- tongue twister. I'm sorry, Neil and Terry. You guys, you, you named this, this angel beautifully, but Azzy is his new name here on the show because <laughs> I can't with all the syllables. He's our angel. He's our angel. So, <laughs> so Gabriel reports to, to Azzy that the apocalypse, the Armageddon is going along as planned. The actual, the four horsemen of the apocalypse are being sent out. I loved finding out that they actually outsource the whole messaging of the, the four horsemen. Like, they don't handle that themselves in heaven, but they send a messenger service. And a very good, responsible messenger service. Mm -hmm. Trying to save a little money, keeping England working. So, good for you, angels. You know? Good for you. You know, I love it. The summoner, who's very friendly, he shows up (laughs) while while in the midst of Peace Summit somewhere in a a deserted-looking, maybe African country. We don't know. And we see this fiery redhead who's just enjoying herself watching all of this peace treaty go to hell. And she 
is the four horsemen representing, the four of them representing war. So, what'd you think of that? Though, I mean, I love how close to the description in the book she is. She's redhead. They describe her in the book as someone you would expect to see on the arm of a, like a, like an oil magnate. <laughs> I loved it. I loved the wicked look on her face. Mm-hmm. Just a little, mm-hmm. What's up? Whispering mess in people's ears, causing havoc. Mm-hmm. She is the god of war and she is fabulous. She is, right? Fabulous. I loved it. I loved how she was like looking on like, mm-hmm, yeah, I caused some mess. <laughs> yes. And she just watched and, and the ambassador and his family was like, uh, right. uh, I need to bounce. And I love the delivery guy. The delivery guy is so amusing. He's just, uh-huh, yeah. Can I get a signature? Right. Signature? Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> Wonderful meeting you. I so gotta get him on my friendly. Route. Yeah, he very was very nice. friendly. I'm trying to figure out if he'd be a FedEx or a UPS person. I happen to think the UPS guys are friendlier <laughs> than the FedEx guys. I feel like the FedEx guys are like always in a hurry, but the UPS guys like, how you doing? What's going on? They bring dog treats. They do. You know? I, I love like them. both. I like all of them. I like getting packages, frankly. That's just what makes me happy. So then we get to flash back. We go to we rewind throughout history. To meet, to, to 1865, where we get to meet Thou Shall Not Commit Adultery Pulsifier. That's his full name. <laughs> they call him Adultery for short. Who is a witch finder. And... Very crappy witch finder. He's not a great witch finder. Although, in this particular village, he didn't need to be because the witch that we're talking about, Agnes Nutter, she's not trying to hide it. No, she's like, yeah, what? What you gonna do about it? What you gonna do? I know all your business. Okay. That's what made them mad. Right. Your husband's cheating on you. You got a disease. You need to do this. You need to keep your woman happy because what you're doing ain't working. Yeah. She was just spilling all the beans and she was like, she was in her twilight year. She had her child. She's like, she whatever, I'm out. She was done. Deuces. And I love that they tested her. The guy talked about testing her with the needles and that the needles cured her arthritis. So <laughs> an early adopter of uh, acupuncture there. Uh, <laughs> they were ungrateful. That whole village that was whole village. ungrateful. Te- she's teaching them about jogging and why it's good for your health. You know, be nasty. she's curing all their illnesses, Bubonic and then plague. What? Right? And then here comes the witch finder. They're just that, mad because she was happy. Then, like a woman that's independent, has her stuff taken care of, and don't need no man. She don't. And if you're going to burn her at the stake, she's going to show you because I love that she had a very early <laughs> uh, one of one of the earliest bombs. <laughs> she had gunpowder in her skirt and nails. And blew up the village. Yes. If you're going to take me, I'm taking you with me. Ba-boom! I love that. That was, that was full of sass. That was And of really course, cool. I was like, girl, I can't blame you because I probably would have bounced and just gone live with my daughter. But if I was going to go out, you're I'd go take out take everybody with you. Hard. <laughs> but you know what? When you're a AfterBuzz TV fan, you go hard. So hard. On AfterBuzz TV because we have... Every show that you're watching, from reality to scripted to drama, we love to talk to you and we love that you're watching us. So please make sure that you subscribe, gives us a thumbs up and five, five stars on our Apple podcast 
and on our YouTube channel. And even if you're not a sci-fi fan, and who isn't a sci-fi fan? I don't know these people. You can find us with drama. You can find us with comedy. You can find us reality. I have been on AfterBuzz TV for about two years, and I love sharing my passion Mm -hmm. with all of you. I love when you guys leave comments. I always make sure to answer. And I'm just... I'm just spreading the love, and I have to thank our founders, Maria and Kevin, for this. And, of course, our viewers. So please subscribe. Please follow us. And give us a thumbs up. Give us a five-star rating. And leave a comment. We will totally respond because we love you. And we love buzzing with you. Hearts all around. We love you. Kisses, smooches. Smoochy, smoochy. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Back to the show. the show. Now that we've confessed our undying love for you, our AfterBuzz family. <sighs> Fast forward from 1865, and we meet Newton Pulsifer. <laughs> oh, Newton. I felt like, tell me what your thoughts about Newton was, because I felt he was a little too attractive. Oh, he was mighty attractive. Yeah. With the glasses on, without the glasses off. His technophobe or lack of tech ability right. makes it hard for him to keep a job, but he's really cute and he's really sweet. And I do like my sweet, innocent boys. Do you? Yes, I like to <laughs> notify them. I think that's why I like Crowley so much. Stay away I'm from Cherry. Snake. Um, but he was really a fun, interesting character. I'm not going to say what happened in future episodes because I don't want to give anything away. Please don't. But make sure that you really look and observe because when you first meet him, I thought he was a throwaway character and dismissed him. And then his character kind of bloomed. Yeah. Um, from him going to that office, I was like, oh, I've been the new guy at the office before. New gal. Boop, boop. But um, I've been there. I've had them start that meeting and I'm like, uh, I just want to get my right. work done so you don't fire me. And all of a sudden everything explodes. I was like, oh, you poor thing. You lost another job. So it works out because that's not his true calling. No, he was like a lost lamb. He is the descendant of Thou Shall Not Commit Adultery Pulsifier. And as the descendant, Newton Pulsifier is perfect to go into the witch finder business. And he just so happens to run across an actual witch finder in Shadwell, Major Sergeant Shadwell, whom he meets on the street. Shadwell is kind of like a ne'er-do-well but I like him. He's got a good heart. Except for like that whole harlot. The whole harlot judgmental thing. Harlot. Yeah. So so I loved Shadwell, the Witchfinder General Sergeant, because he's played by Michael McKean, who you would know from the early days, back with Laverne and Shirley, he played Lenny. But you might know more recently from Spinal Tap and A Mighty Wind. He what? is so funny. Such an incredible talent. The cast on the show, I mean, even the woman who is uh, at the door uh, to Shadwell's, Shadwell's apartment building, Miranda Richardson, who awesome. played Madam Tracy. So, I mean, I'm loving the, all these wonderful people who are popping in. So, so Rinji90998 thought he was going to turn into a bad guy at first. And I did, too. That, I was that like, Newton was. Yes. Uh-huh. I thought, oh, you're a witch hunter and you have no technological ability. I think you're on the side of the demons. Ooh. But, you know, surprise. And Ivan Soto, thank you so much for being in the chat, Ivan. Hey, Ivan. Reminded me that I was mispronouncing my devil boyfriend name. It's Crowley. It is Crowley. It is. 
but he's crawling for me because I want him to crawl up on me. So, Ooh. boom! Ooh. Mic drop. Ivan was Mic not drop. ready for that. Ivan. Y'all are never ready for you're that. You're never ready. Nobody is ready, <laughs> Cherry. They are not ready. So. I'm naughty. I'm a devil. I'm a devil. I'm a devil. I have on white tonight. But I'm a devil deep down. She is a devil. I won't oh show gosh. you where my black is, but hey, I got some. We are actually, we're going to plan out a whole devil angel situation <laughs> here so we can be in costume and ready. So Crowley <laughs> is totally, Crowley, Crowley is completely upset because they realize, Crowley and Azzy realize that they have the wrong kid. And they knew this, but they weren't really sure how to go about finding the right kid. And so they actually go out to the the actual p- hospital where the babies were born, and they take a nice ride out there, and they get together to go out there. And of course, in Crowley's car, there's only Queen music being played, m- m- the music of Queen. Nothing but Queen. It's only Queen because every CD <laughs> or tape in Crowley's car after two weeks becomes Queen. Which is awesome and perfectly heavenly for me. You can't really go wrong with Freddie Mercury, to be honest with you. So they actually head back (laughs) out to the convent, the the satanic convent, where the the, uh, the Satanist nuns actually switched out the baby because they're trying to find out what happened to the actual Antichrist. They get there, and of course there's a corporate training going on because... Sister Mary Loquacious actually survived and became the president of a corporate training company that is housed on there, and they're they're doing a paintball contest. I've always wanted to do paintball. Really? It's painful. I mean, not me being shot shooting other people. Oh, obviously. 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 If you can manage to do it without getting shot, then you're you're good to go, because it does hurt. I it plan on hiding and shooting people from behind. <laughs> You're Once be again, I'm Crawley. You're going to be, oh gosh, she is so Crawley. the devil. She is the devil. I am the devil. I'm, I'm full of spit and vinegar, I've told y'all. Oh my god. Represent. Gosh. Look out for Cherry, guys. <laughs> Ivan says, I have to give a shout out to Ivan again, Crowley really is still a demon, turning paint guns into real into guns. Into real guns. Naughty boy. But, but. Go ahead, tell him. They weren't shooting real bullets that would kill you, they would just hurt. They and and that nobody everybody magically escapes, so nobody actually gets killed. Yes. And 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 Azzy accuses Crow, Crowley of actually having a good heart and you know, Crowley's not here for that. No. So, but he does deep down. He was just hanging out with the wrong people. It's true. I loved that he said that in the beginning of the episode. I didn't mean to fall. I was just hanging out with the wrong crowd. Haven't we all hung with the wrong crowd? It's so crowd? true, you know? The bad kids are always more fun. It's true. You know. The Catholic girls. What? I just made me think of that. That <laughs> made me think of that. Uh, Billy. Uh, da, 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 what is the da, 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 da. Yeah. What is that song? Hmm. Billy Joel Heaven song. Can wait. Yeah, the Billy Joel song. The standards are much more fun. Only the good die young. Yes. Yes. Billy Joel concert right here at After Buzz TV. We do not fool around. We're fun. We're partying. We are. We are loving you guys in the chat. So, okay. So, M- Sister Mary uh, Loquacious remembers the baby. And yes. she remembered that the baby had the cutest little Tootsie Wootsies. Tootsie Wootsies. And so, they leave there thinking now they have to find out how to get to this baby. They don't know anything about where the baby is. On the way home, they accidentally hit someone with their car. 
a really cool chick that was making friends with some of the children. She was. She was being very nice and conversational with the kids. Yes. I don't talk to minor children, but that's just me. I don't either. And I thought that was a little weird. In the book, in the book, Adam walks by her cottage and that's how they meet. But she ends up talking to them and she wants to know, have you seen any beasts in the area? And she asks Adam. Adam says no, except for his dog. I love dog. And she doesn't know that the person she's actually talking to is the beast she's looking for. No, she does not. But that's okay. So they hit Anathema with the car. I love that they try to fix her bike, but they fixed it too well. (laughs) Because her bike didn't have gears, but they added gears to it. They tried. And they don't realize it, but she left her book behind. Yes, and we all know our favorite angel does love him some books. You know, he First absolutely. He's a, he's a book collector. He loves them. And the show started off with him actually saying that he had been looking, that someone was calling looking for a copy of the nice <laughs> and accurate prophecies of Agnes Nutter Witch. So we have to go back for a second because okay. Billie Jean 24 just made me giggle. I love Azarafel said to Crowley, 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 let's call the whole thing off. You hit someone. And Crowley said, no, I didn't. They hit me. Mm-hmm. That's my philosophy, yeah. too. Yeah, you are very much a devil. You're a demon. Devil is. I'm going to get you some demon, some devin, devil horns, because you, <laughs> you are so embodying the role at this point. So, um, can I get a countdown so I can know where we are in the show? I don't know exactly what the t- where we are time-wise. But, what were you going to say? Oh, I'm loving her. She is quite charming. I love the way she mm-hmm. her outfit looks. I love that little cottage she's staying in. Mm-hmm. And I love her little freak out when she lost the book. Yes. <laughs> she's on the phone FaceTiming with her mother when she realizes that she lost the book, runs outside. It's nowhere to be found. Oh, can I just say? Sure. They really took good advice from the book because I wish I'd bought Apple stock back in the day. That house they had. Right? In Malibu, right on the court. On the water. Which is why you oh. know that Agnes, Agnes Nutter had her prophecies on, 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 point. on point. Because it said, buy, buy the apple, apple you can't eat yes. in 1980. <laughs> and that's how the Nutter family got their money. Just go, just chilling, chilling, and it's why Anathema has the resources to travel the country searching for the Antichrist. The, yes, it's a job I would take if they had an application for it. I would totally fill an application. So, for don't that. you think, though? I mean, I feel like that's a lot to put on a kid. She knew as a child, Anathema knew as a child that her job would be to save the world. When you have a destiny, you have a destiny. Yeah, you just have to answer the calling. And when you are born with much riches, sometimes you have to pay for it, and all the other generations of family, yeah. you know, pass that buck on to her. To whom much is given, much is required. And she got a little bit of fun in the in the book. Yeah. A little bit of fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, bad, so as he realizes that they, that she left the book behind, and OMG... He knows what book it is. Yes. And he didn't give it to her. So bad angel. Bad. Yeah. Bad angel. I consider that stealing. 
Do you? Yes. Just because so you find, you feel... like, he knew what belonged to her. It wasn't like he found her on the street and was True. like, I don't know where this came from. He knew what belonged to They didn't know where she was, but, you know, you could have found her. True. Uh... But maybe he just wanted to have a quick read before he, I mean, if you. Then he started reading it. Then he hid it away. Then he didn't try and find her. Then he kept it. I sometimes feel that Crowley got a little bit of a devil in him. And he put a little bit of an angel in my boy. Well, they've been they working together, right? Other. They've been working together for millennia. Millennium. We're shipping know? that couple, though. We're so all shipping we're that. Totally shipping, shipping it that so couple. hard. Oh my god! Smooch, smooch. I know that it's probably not going to happen. It because, should happen because I have I've read the book and I don't. They don't get together, but no, but. Um, yes, Azzy and Crowley together, that would be hot. So, the them, they're super excited because they believe that there's a witch now living in town. They, they've seen Anathema. They think that because she's living in a cottage, she must be a witch. Yes. And so, they start talking about, you know, witches. And, you know, as you do when you're, when you're 11, you, you talk about witches and, how to kill witches and how torture to find torture witches. And they decide that they're going to create their own Spanish Inquisition. Because nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. I set that up for you. I'm glad you took it. You knew I would. <laughs> um, I just say I love Adam. He is a mischievous boy, but he's not what I would call evil. He just is domineering with his little friends. Mm-hmm. I loved the interaction between him and his little friends. He's the leader, and then his little girlfriend is second in command, mm-hmm. and then the other two boys are just followers. Yeah. With that whole, there's only three flavors of ice cream, strawberry, vanilla, and chocolate. Yeah, I do love that Pepper is a very modern woman. She is very yes. opinionated. She does not... You know, she she doesn't. She's like, I don't need no boy telling me what to do. Mm -hmm. She she knows her stuff. Um, My favorite of the them of the kids is uh, Wensleydale, who's the (laughs) one who ended up playing the witch um, and is kind of like the little smart one. He's my favorite because he's sort of a dork, and I love dorks. I do. I can't. They are cute kids, and their interaction with her are so fun. Um, them going through the house with the horseshoe and him saying, no, dog has to obey me or put him outside. Dog, come. Dog, come. Wrong and episode. going underneath. Damn it! Oh. You're fast forwarding. Okay, everyone forget that I said that. Because she watched them all. She she watched all I, of them. I had to binge it. I, know, I, I have I know. nothing to do on the weekends but watch my TV shows that I love. It was very hard not to binge it. And I, I have been not binging it because I didn't want to do that. <laughs> so when I start to binge... But I'm blaming people in the chat. I'm blaming y'all. Um, yeah, it's your fault. Give chat, me the evil but eye. But we love you. Give me the like. Go like. No. 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 Yeah. So we will go back. Rewind. Ignore what I said. She <laughs> didn't <laughs> say <laughs> anything. I love my little witchy woman. Mm-hmm. I love her freak out with her mom mm-hmm. because who wouldn't freak out if you told your mom. You know that book we had for like, I don't know, a couple hundred years? I kind of lost it, Mommy. I hope that's okay. Oh, my God. I like that she talks like, like she's from the valley. Well, she's from Malibu, so it from should Malibu, be. From Malibu, she might be, yeah. She's probably like a pretentious British accent, is what she said. <laughs> what do you mean you lost the book? That's terrible. Find my book now. And she tells her to go and, you know, have you used your pendulum like she's a kid? And Anathema's <laughs> like, I am not a junior witch, okay? I've been doing this for quite a while. I know what I know, okay? 
But the, the but kids, not know not she to doesn't lose your know, book. right? <laughs> but but what's really important though about that conversation is that she says she knows that that the evil one, that the monster that she's looking for, is in this town. She can sense it, but when she gets too close, her senses get overwhelmed, and she can't pinpoint the signal. So she knows that they're close, and. So she's having some sense of something there because of the ley lines that she's finding. But also, remember, as he says, when they first get to the town of, what is it called, Tadfield, when they first get there, he says he keeps feeling bursts of love. So I think that that tells us something about how the Antichrist is being raised. His parents obviously love him. We get to see the parents talking about, well, why did they let Adam keep the doggy? And obviously, these are good, loving parents. He has structure. Mm-hmm. He has a social interaction with his friends. Mm-hmm. He now has his dog. Mm-hmm. But he's surrounded by love, which has always been something I believe that it's not genetics. It's who you're surrounded by. Mm-hmm. And he was surrounded by love. Who knows how you would have turned out if the angel and the devil had been whispering right. in his ear. Right. Him just being in that small town where you know everybody and... You just have to be decent because it's a village and they'll tell your parents when they yeah. see you doing something naughty. I think that really is why she couldn't really find him because he wasn't evil. He was and, naughty and mischievous, yes. but not evil. And 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 Crowley says that the Antichrist is able to deflect anybody, any suspicion. So no one would be suspicious of him anyway because of that extra power. But he's in this lovely little small town where, you know, he's being loved. So interesting, though, that that the signals point to him and the signal from and and as is picking up all this love in the air. This nature versus nurture thing is really important. If your nature is to be supreme evil and destroy the world, but you get enough love. It negates it out. Maybe. Like Orion Knight says in the chat, much like Adam not good, not evil, just a dog. Exactly. Exactly. Good yeah. So let's actually, I'm going to, let's move into our special segment. So here's what we're going to be doing for our special segment. We're calling it Angels, Demons, and Definitions because we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, angels and, and demons and the theology and the, the language that's being used. In this show, I actually have a Master's of Divinity degree. I'm trained in ministry. I think I mentioned this before, but I don't remember any of it. So, still paying for it, but don't remember. But today, we're going to talk about the Angel Gabriel. So, we chose a picture of the Angel Gabriel. Uh, The Angel Gabriel is known as the Heavenly Messenger of God. So... And Gabriel shows up in uh, the book of Daniel to explain to to Daniel what he needs to be doing next. He shows up again to announce the birth of John the Baptist. He shows up yet again to announce the birth uh, birth of Jesus to to Mary. And uh, so, and Gabriel is the one who speaks for God, played by John Hamm. Works for me uh, <laughs> because I will let John Ham say anything he wants to say to me. So, uh, but Gabriel's function is to to say to bring messages and he shows up not just in the Christian text but in the Jewish and Islam Islamic text as well so that uh, of the four archangels there are Michael, Uriel, Raphael and Gabriel and Gabriel is the messenger. So uh when you're sort of thinking about like, you know, angel stuff, 
most of the time when uh, someone refe- received a message from God, it was, it was Gabriel bringing that message. So if John Hamm comes to you in a vision or knocks on your door, <laughs> it could be a message from God, guys. John Hamm with a message of, for God, from God for you. I'm about that life. I'm hoping it's a message that David Tennant wants to take me on a date. Really? Yeah. I feel like I don't really want to get the message right away. I want <laughs> I want John Hamm as Gabriel to come in. I'll give him a nice glass of wine, you know. We'll do a little like a little commemoration of the crucifixion by doing a little communion. Give him some communion wine. Get him undressed. Have good angel sex, and then <laughs> then he can tell me the message from God, which I hope will be about $10 million. Oh, my gosh. That is kind of naughty. Well, the chat is going crazy about angels and demons. Uh-huh. So first, Ivan Soto says, demons here really are fallen angels, not like supernatural where demons are corrupted humans. Ha, ha, ha. I'm a huge Supernatural fan. I was on the panel, and Ivan is a super fan as well. And so we used to interact all the time. Ditto for Billie Jean Girl 24. The angel Gabriel is a douche on this show. (laughs) Yes. Yes, Billie Jean. Total douche nozzle. I totally actually agree with you, Billie Jean, because, like, if your only job is to deliver a message, you don't have the right to be as arrogant as Gabriel gets to be. In, he's just a little extra, which is why the casting Super is perfect. Extra. Which is why the casting is perfect, because John Hamm, also a little extra on the arrogance tip. Orion Knight says, just imagine that guy telling a poor virgin girl she's pregnant. That must have been quite the moment. Quite the moment. I would not have liked that moment. And, and you know young Mary was like, Pregnant? I ain't having a baby. She And, you know, she tossed her hair back, and she was like, really, Gabriel? I've had no relations. Unless you mean you and I. <laughs> that was the whole interaction. Wow. That is so blasphemous, and I apologize. So blasphemous. I apologize, but it was fun to do. Anyway. <laughs> that is super naughty. I'm going to give you, I'm assigning three Holy Marys. Three, three, no, three Hail Marys for me. Five Hail Marys five, for me. Five, I think five. Oh my and gosh. And you need to go in the corner and think about what you just think said. Think about what I did. Think about what you said, what you imagined, because as a Catholic, if you imagine it, it's the same thing as doing it. Forgive I think me, that's Cherry, a big for I have naughty. sinned. Forgive naughty. me. You're a bad, I bad am girl. so bad. So, Crowley and Azzy <coughs> part ways. While Azzy goes into his back office and starts reading the Agnes Nutter prophecy book, and he discovers some pretty cool stuff. First of all, immediately opens to the page that confirms that he will be reading the book. (laughs) Mind blown. Mind blown. And, you know... Crowley is expecting that Azzy has gone in and gotten all of his human operatives on the job looking for Adam, but Azzy is reading this book, and this book is giving him life. He spends hours pouring (laughs) through this book, and we get little flashes of some of the prophecies he sees, but he gets to a moment where he realizes that he thinks he has the answer. He pulls out his Bible turns to a page, reads a scripture, and from the scripture gets a phone number. 
Now, y'all, if the Holy Bible, written <laughs> thousand years ago or more, however long ago it was written, has a phone number in it, that's Jesus right there. That's God. Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Woo! Thank Woo! So, he <laughs> just thinks, you know, it can't be this easy, right? It couldn't possibly be this easy. Sometimes. Sometimes stuff is easy. So God's he, will. He dials the number. And who answers the phone? But Mr. Young. Adam's dad. And Azzy can hear Adam in the background. And he says, sorry, right number. Dum, dum, dum. Dum, dum, dum. Super blow. OMG. He is on to something huge. He actually yes. knows where the Antichrist is. And he does his devil BFF forever. Kind of wrong, because he's not sharing the information. Yet. Yet. Will he share the information? Will he? Do you guys think that he'll share the information? You guys, let us, let know, us the know in the in the, in the the chat what you think. While you guys are letting us know what your predictions for the next episode are, because we're not ready to get to ours, I just want to ask you really quickly. Do you think it's true that in England they don't have 31 flavors? Like, they only really have three flavors of ice cream? Cherry? I don't know. Maybe... I mean, that would be horrible. I've Only never been to England. Ice cream? Yeah, I've never been to England. But I thought that that whole idea, like that America is the land of, you know, milk and honey overflowing with 39 flavors of ice cream. Do they not have those flavors in England? I don't know. I need to know. So our English friends. Do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not as much as us because, you know, we're awesome. Obvi. So. We have more ice cream. <laughs> I tried blue cheese ice cream. Really? Did not care for it. I liked the blue cheese until I got to the chunk of blue cheese, and then I did not like it anymore. That Ugh. that is that is an ice cream made for Armageddon. Oh, hell on earth! <gasps> My own personal hell is eating ice cream I don't like. On one hand, you think, "Ooh, it's ice cream," and then it's horrible. But flavor. it's got blue no! cheese in it. That is ridiculous. And I love blue cheese. No. No, I'm sorry. You can't. I can't. I can't. Let's actually talk about predictions. So, <laughs> Cherry, what do you think? I know we're not going to talk about predictions. We're going to do this. Oh, wait. What? Billie Jean Girl 24 says, yes, he will tell his lover, wink, wink, probably <laughs> about where Adam is. I'm sorry I shipped those two together. So do we. We do, too. Ship, ship, hearts ship. all around. We totally ship them. So, okay, we're not going to talk predictions because this is a binge show. You guys have probably already watched the episodes. I haven't watched the episodes. Cherry has watched the episodes. Let's talk a little bit about, based on what we know, I've read the book, you've seen all the episodes, and folks in the chat join in on this. What do you wish had happened differently in this episode? Anything? I think that... Um, what I like, I said, I loved that that the that the dialogue and the seems to be almost completely the same as the book. Totally in loving that. I think that I wish that we had spent a little bit more time with the kids this episode. I don't think I got enough of the them. Yes, I wanted to get to know the them more because we're going to get to know 
Adam Moore right. and Dog, woof, woof. But I really want to know the them. I mean, you get glimpses of their personalities and where they are in the hierarchy of their little friendship. Right. But still, I would have liked to see more. Yeah. And, and I also feel like I loved that... Um, that they they had they're they're introducing us to the characters that we need to see slowly, right? So instead of just giving us all four horsemen of the apocalypse or horse people, because Armageddon is diverse and inclusive, horse yes. people of the apocalypse, they gave us just one glimpse of of war, which I really liked. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing how they deal with. Um, there's just so much. There's so many. I, I, I don't. I don't want to say too much because I don't want to get into away. the future. But I'm really looking forward to seeing how um, how they they let us get to know Adam more. That um, we get to find out more about Adam's powers. You know, like and 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 what does it mean to be the Antichrist and what can he do? I'm looking forward to that as well. Yes, Cherry. Top three moments from this episode. Um. Getting to know Adam and seeing um, their interaction with our witch friend. Mm-hmm. And, of course, meeting the new witch hunters because I wasn't sure if they had died out in the um, the bombing. Yeah, yeah. My uh, my favorite epi- my favorite things were I actually uh, used to work in corporate training, and so and I've had moments where I have wished <laughs> that the people in my training session had guns so that they could shoot each other <laughs> because corporate training can be painful. So <laughs> I loved that they got real guns. I loved the character. We only saw him for a minute, Norman, and he's talking to his little crew at the corporate training thing, and he's complaining about how he's he could have been an artist or. A graphic designer, but instead he's been checking form BF19 <laughs> for the last 30 years and he's finally going to get his revenge and then he gets shot. That was a really fun moment and the oh, other yes. the other super fun moment that I loved was Crowley and the plants. Oh my gosh, yes. When, when Crowley was like, is this a spot on this leaf? Um, I am not having it, and the plant starts to shake because they're so afraid. <laughs> like, like this is how much of a badass Crowley is that he makes plants quiver in their pots. So I, I loved this episode. I cannot wait to see what happens next. We will let you guys know when we're going to be doing the next episode. If you haven't already, make sure that you have subscribed to the AfterBuzz channel for sci-fi and horror and fantasy. Uh, And we are looking forward to talking to you about the next episode. Cherry, where can people find you? You can find me, Cherry underscore LA, on Twitter and Instagram. Fantastical. And you can find me, Nikki Bailey underscore, on all of the social medias and at NikkiBaileyComedy.com. Guys, we have had a hell of a good time talking heaven and hell and angels and demons with you. We will see you next time on the Good Omens After Show here at After Buzz TV. Buzz you later. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 